You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Reclar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Science of Superpowers. I am so delighted to have you here with us. We have an amazing, amazing guest as part of our celebration of the men of co-creation. Dr. Amit Goswami is here. Hello, Amit. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. Thank you, Tonya. It's wonderful to be with you. Oh, it's always wonderful. This is what our third gathering. We, we, we're like lifers here together. We're, we're longtime friends. And so, so today we're talking about transforming transformation as part of um, the Superpower Network celebrating the men of co-creation. We're talking about men who have dedicated their existence to the pursuit of something beyond themselves in areas like science, business, medicine, personal development, religion, family, relationship, and many others. These men have stepped up and said yes to co-creating a world that aims to inspire all of us. Thank you for modeling admirable character and honorable pursuits. We love you. Love each other. Amit, <laughs> I just light up. Like, I was, I was so excited. I've been up for like two hours just to talk to you. You're in India. I'm in Arizona. And my goodness, like, thank you. Right? What, a, what an amazing world we live in that we can gather multiple times and have these conversations about things that we most people can't see, but we can talk about, right? We have these constructs. And so as we're talking about this idea of transforming transformation through the lens of co-creation, you have such a beautiful perspective on transformation, right? What What is this that's happening? What are we sort of being called into right now? Can you speak into that for us? I'd love to. Uh, see, the worldview right now uh, has been very limited. Uh, it started with Isaac Newton, great scientist. There was nothing about science at that time. So he formulated the basic science. Basic science is how material things change them. You apply a force, the object accelerates. Simple, very elegant. It gave rise to the entire technological civilization that we uh, see today, much of it, not the entire one. But of course, uh, physics is not just that. The universe has other ideas. Otherwise, the universe could not produce human being, could not produce the aspirations that we are talking about, transformation. Mm-hmm. So uh, the world is really not run by Newtonian physics, but run by quantum physics. But the way it is done is subtle. Newtonian physics is not wrong. It does apply to the bulk matter. So when we are talking about chairs and tables and buildings and machines, indeed, their physics is Newtonian. But when we talk about mind, when you talk about the energies that we feel, when you talk about archetypes that gives us human values, purpose, those movements are not Newtonian movement. They are not made by matter with Newtonian movement. They are really non-material quantum movements. And the to find the physics, nature, consciousness, even gives us a way of getting into it. And that's how this new quantum science was discovered. Quantum physics applies to sub-microscopic objects, not bulk matter, just sub-microscopic objects. Bulk matter generally is going to be Newtonian. So uh, sub-microscopic objects are what? They are objects of consciousness to choose from. 
they are really objects of possibility. Consciousness chooses from this possibility, then these objects become actualized. This is experimental fact. There's no debate about it. But the surprising thing about them is that these objects of potentiality, possibility, live in a domain outside of space and time. And in this domain, if they come together locally, like I'm showing with my fingers, and then move apart, even though they move apart, they will remain correlated with each other. What that means is that they can instantly communicate. Now, what do you call that? Superpower, right? This power is not Newtonian power. This is a power that Newtonian objects cannot have. But this is superpower. Why? Because this communicates between us instantly. You are in Arizona, I am in Kolkata, but distance doesn't matter. Mm-mm. They're already connected heart to heart. Mm-hmm. This connection, that the basis of the human superpower of that submission, is just not available if you think Newtonian way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I so love you. I so love you. You could tell I'm like, I'm like having to like keep my avatar quiet. I'm like, I just want to jump in and, and give you a big hug. Folks, this is why you hear me talk about how important it is to geolocate yourself in time and space. Are you operating materially? Are you operating virtually? Are you operating vibrationally, right? We took the matrix and broke it up into material and virtual because the virtual mimics the field. It's not as good. It's clunky. It's got its airs. It's kind of, it's like, it's like a virtual circus, right? Like you got to kind of know what you're doing when you step into the virtual space. The material world is slow, right? It's dense. It takes a long time. Just sit and watch a plant, folks. Watch a plant. Just watch a plant. And, and here oh, is the, that's here, the material. And here is the thing, Tonya. The, the thing that is subtle. It's subtle because people also have those material habits. You know, the people have an aspect that is machine-like. This is how materialist uh, science gain ground with people. Mm-hmm. Because the basic characteristics of the brain, it is a big object. It is the material object, right? So if you don't activate the quantum, what happens is that the brain becomes very Newtonian. And in the Newtonian brain, what are we? We are me-centered. We have negative emotions coming from our animal ancestry. And to top it, we have also pleasure circuits in the brain. So we constantly seek pleasure, entertainment. So (laughs) the leaders can easily manipulate us. This This is not superpower. This is the ordinary power. Manipulate is using some kind of force enticement that entices you into a life of lazy, just seek transformation, via entertainment. This is also a kind of transforming the drab life of machine with something that pleases you, please a pleasure circuit. So it is a kind of subtle Newtonian way of transforming. Apply a force change the movement just a bit so that the person feels that, ah, I'm doing something. I'm Mm -hmm. doing something that pleases me. What else is there? Pleasure. That's one way. Quantum way is different. Quantum physics is saying objects are possibilities for consciousness to choose from. So you think, you feel, that creates objects of possibility. And consciousness chooses from it. And therefore, until you choose, Nothing becomes actual. So quantum physics is saying something very subtle. It is your choice that counts. Right. How do I change you? 
I have to change your choice. It's more subtle. I cannot just say wham and you do something. That's right. Not that, that's a traditional superhero, Batman. But but, but the results are- the results are exponential, <laughs> right? And I think that that bears repeat. Like it's a different game, folks. So we're going to take a quick break because we're just, Amit and I are going to go down a rabbit hole. We're going to follow the white rabbit, and you all are going to be like, "Where'd they go? We're never going to come back." So so I'm going to pause this. Amit, where can we send people to find out more about you? What what what's your website? Where can we send them? Okay, this is uh, amitgoswami.org.org. Perfect. We'll have a we'll have a link for him on the episode page, folks. Just Google him. Goodness gracious, like he's all over the place. Like like you you don't need me to tell you that this man knows what he's talking about. So make sure you're getting over to superpowerexperts.com. Also get signed up for that master your personal power class if you want to be started on how to train your avatar so that you can play these games that we're talking about here. Right? You got to do some training, folks. If you're hanging out in that Newtonian body, whoop. Yeah, we got to shift a little bit, right? So you got to prepare yourself for that. It's a little bit of a wonky ride. So hang on, but it's a lot of fun, I promise you. We are going to be right back because Mika Swami is here with me and we are transforming transformation, folks. You're not going to want to miss this. We'll be right back after the break. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships? more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens, then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the Science of Superpowers. We're watching it on YouTube and Rumble. I know this is new. Seven years and here we are video, right? I get it. I get it. But as we were speaking to, right, we understand the vibrational space. We understand the subtle spaces. So we sat and studied these spaces for quite a while before we dared to enter them. And, and we did it with a little bit of a, um, with intentionality, right? And, and, and because we understand field dynamics. And so what Amit is talking about is that when we take that shift, right, as we were talking about that geolocation, the reason why when, when we're talking energetic communication, when we're talking about our ability to learn how to create and to exist in co-creative environments, words literally mean different things, whether we're talking about the material or the vibrational. It started to dawn on me that people weren't using words the same way they appeared in my world. <laughs> like, like it was super confusing because we use words differently. If you're looking through dense lenses those words lose their subtle nuances. So they mean something more concretized than if we were talking about them in the vibrational. This is really important that we say, hey, hold on a second. Where am I sitting right now? Because we're fluid in that. We go up and down and up and down and up and down, right? Where am I sitting right now in this? What is my goal right now? Because that diff- our creature aspect has different goals than our creator aspect, has different goals than our created aspect, right? Who are you being? But we get to play all of them at all times. If you want to be the creature, go run amok. I mean, you're talking to a burner, right? Like we've been to Burning Man three times. Like, of course we love the world. Like it's fun. It's exciting. It's invigorating. It's delicious. It's yummy, right? It's frustrating, right? It's all the things that keep us alive, but that's not who you are. That's not what we are, right? And that's so important to remember, be in the world, folks, but not of it. Work with the world, learn, learn how to use, learn how to make it better, learn how to make it exciting, but, but be in the field, know who you are, right? Because when we remember that, we make different choices, 
right? So admit you're doing amazing things in the world and you're doing great things in people's lives, transforming them. Talk to us about, about the programs that you're working with and why this concept of transformation lights you up so much. Well, so because as I was saying, the quantum way of changing people is to change their choices. So what we do, we teach people how to get back their choices. People ordinarily talk about free will, but they really don't have freedom. What they have is to choose between what flavor of ice cream do I want? That That's kind right. of what type of prison do I want to stay in today? How do I want to decorate my prison today, right? But they have to they have to be really, I mean, what you're saying, once you under, once people begin to understand this language of vibrational world that you put it, we call it quantum world, the language is different. Like I create a resonance with the value that I want in the world. Let's say the value is love. Love, we call an archetype. And what do I do? With creative intentionality, I created myself a state that will resonate with that value. And then I jump to that state. I create it in my creative imagination, intentionality, and then I literally quantum leap with my consciousness into that state of love. I become love, in other words. And then I can embody love. I can make brain circuits of love. And then I cannot not love you. And this is the beauty of it. When transformation happened to me, then I found that I cannot not love a person. There's just no alternative for me. I cannot hate a person. I just cannot do it. That's right. So, uh, oh, go on. <laughs> so that's what transforming transformation. We, we do not need to apply force. We need to apply love. We need to apply consciousness. We need to apply choice. We need to apply persuasion. And this is the way that we can change society. But you know, good things are happening. Look at look at what the okay. internet abuzz yeah. with all this news of chat GPT and that what that's going to do to us. You know what I see in it? I see the end of rational era. Because if a computer program can do everything rationally, then we don't need to engage in rational thinking anymore. So why don't we go? We would have to learn to love. We would have to learn the energies of love, how to use it. We have to learn to learn creative intentionality, learn the idea of resonation, and go from there, transform, and transform the world to live in a different way. Agreed. So, you know, and, I, and I think we're past the point. We're not going back, folks. This isn't going back in the back. Too many of us remember. This, this time, it's different. No going back from Newtonian physics either. There is no going back from all these all this technology. Technology has to be accepted for what it is. It is good. Look, it will free us from all that rational thinking that burdens us, that separates us from the movement of consciousness, from the movement of resonance, from the movement of the archetypes, transformational movement. So actually this chat GPT is a great innovation which will change us in a way that we have not seen before. It's not going to give power to the power mongers. Because those powers, ChatGPT has not much to do with them. That's right. These powers, by stopping something, see, ChatGPT is doing something that is wonderful to stop our, our negative stuff. Negative stuff meaning rational thinking that takes us towards separateness, towards hating people, towards not caring about people, towards power in a very what is in there for me kind of way. And this is the opposite of that. By stopping that, we release 
potentiality we have within us, which is the capacity to love, capacity to resonate, in your language, capacity to be in that vibrational world where mm-hmm. we creative intentionality, create a resonation between me and the higher power. Beautiful, beautiful. When when we set out with superpowers, this isn't something that you take on lightly, right? The concept of superpowers, you've mentioned it, it, it is, as we sat with it and sat with it and sat with it, and I, and I prayed and prayed and prayed because I kept hearing it. And I, I was in many, 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 many conversations. And what I kept asking was like, okay, if we ask this question, are superpowers real? Which was the first question, right? We were thinking about. We literally create a world in which they are. Yes, Just asking the question. Because- and so we sat with that and it's like, okay, what is the fear, right? The big fear is that if you create create superpower, which already exists, right? But if we put a construct to it, then the antithesis is going to be true, right? The, the villains come. Well, in a material environment, that may be correct. Those are the physical kind of balancing acts that happen in a physical environment. The field operates differently, though. And to Mitt's point, there are checks and balances. When you understand creative design, literally it can't happen. The fear of AI, it's like, I was thinking about this, and this is really a lot of fun because we're not really asking, can AI take over? We're asking, can an AI create an AI that could take over? Because we are the AI, we're the original AI. So it's like we're, and only our AI, only the creature that we are would consider creating something that might take us over. The consciousness that we are, that is the only element that could create it in the first place, would never even consider it. There's a natural check and balance within our systems. It can't happen. We lose the power if we try to grasp it. So it's, it's a balance, right? One comment I would uh, uh, I would correct you. Uh, <laughs> okay. Ourselves as AI. A, a, the word A stands for artificial. We are not artificial. We are. So, so allow me a moment to explain what I mean by that, because I use a lot of really colorful words to, to make a point. The artificial aspect of that, I'm referring to the creature element, what's been created, the body element, the, the, the one that is the material. What I do is I play with the words so that we remember that we have an element of that within ourselves that we're able to program. We have an illusory aspect of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is. That's I'm just being silly with words. And you're right, it's flippant. And I don't and mean to scare people like we're not cyborgs. It's very different than what people mean by artificial intelligence. That's right. The that's intelligence right. is real, but an artificial way of manifesting us Manifesting separateness has made what we are, and therefore it's a very clever way of putting what we are. But people have to understand that it's subtle. Okay. <laughs> you think subtle. I'm going to scare people a bit? <laughs> I'm definitely going to scare people. I'm pretty sure that's happening. <laughs> like this whole idea of you know force replaced by power of intention and persuasion, mm-hmm. um, energy. That we consume, that pollutes the world, replaced by energies of love that we feel. And can that change another person? Yes, because when we are connected, the same person, the other person also gets the feeling from me instantly. And that feeling can only mean one thing, embracing me and not hating me, embracing me and not being violent with me. Mm -hmm. So in this way, the whole world just changes in such a way that it increases our abilities to become kindly citizens of the universe. You know, we imagine that it takes a Superman to go to another planet or go to jump into the air and fly and all this. But we already have the capacity of 
flying through the air through our consciousness. One does not need the body to fly. Who are we? We are our character. We are our nobility. We are our good feelings, positive emotions. That is what we care that goes from one place to the other. And that can go instantly. Instantly, if I knew how to have that creative intentionality in resonance with the people of another, of an extraterrestrial planet. So the powers that you get from this kind of super use of quantum physics is enormous. And we're just beginning to tap on it. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. And, and it's, you know, one of the things that really transformed it in, um, in, in my mind, at least, that helped tremendously was I kept focusing on the brain, right? As you spoke to, like, when we look at the brain as a material element, then it sort of has a weightedness to it. There's a density in the material realm. What really helped, because I'd been teaching for a long time, the personal hard drive and external hard drive, and then trusting the cloud, because as we saw the virtual environment start to come online, this idea of a cloud really was valuable when it came to understanding how to work with the field, right? We're being trained, folks, and how to look at this stuff. And so the um, the external hard drive, of course, is training people to get stuff out of their own minds and write it down, you know, find somewhere to, to get it outside of you. And then, of course, learning how to trust the field because it's always there. So I sat with it. And I thought about it for a while. And what I discovered was what was super helpful as I kept hearing, like, I'm like, the mind's not what we think it is. The mind's not what we think it is. The mind's not what we think it is. I just kept hearing that. And then what I heard was it's a map. 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 And I just kept chanting that. I like, I just kept hearing. And finally I saw the picture and it's like, okay, inside of our brains, it's a little map, right? And, but it's, we're mapping the field. If we look at it from that way, right. And then we can, if we can, if we understand how to map, like you never have to write anything down, like you carry your map with you. And then all of a sudden, everything kind of unraveled. And it's like, wait, you can't take it with you. What can you take with you? You can take this with you, right? If you can map the field, however you're traveling, right? And what it does is it changes how we view storing data here, right? It's a limited perspective. If this is just a map, and actually, we don't even need this little map because we have the field map and we know how to map things and go back and find them. I can follow just about any rabbit hole back to a concept because I mapped it out. I don't have to carry it with me. There's no density. That's a yeah. whole different way of looking at your existence, right? You have to first get over like, wait, I don't have things stored in my head. I can't just pull a memory out, right? No. The maps that we make, this is the surprising thing that quantum physics tells us. Actually, the maps that we make, they are not even the maps that really matter, like our character. Those maps are not in, even memorized in the brain. They're memorized non-locally, outside of space-time. Mm-hmm. So when, for example, we die, or when, for example, we transfer to a place that we cannot transfer yet physically, or we will never be able to transfer physically. That is just a fact of limitations of the physical body. But non-locality gives us a way of transferring to any place in an instant way by transferring these maps that you call it. It's a very clever language, but they're just the habit patterns and the character traits that I build. They're non-local. This is the key thing that quantum physics gives us. There is evidence for it that, yes, what we learn is non-local. So whatever we are learning, whatever we are making maps of, inside of us. Those maps live on in the non-local world. So death is not even there anymore. 
because these non-local aspects of ourselves is what we really are. And those things are always transparent. For example, you are there and I'm there. If we had the proper know-how, which you have not discovered yet, then I could right now transfer my maps into your being and you could be using my maps and another person talking to you think, hey, I know this language, this is Amit. You have become Amit somehow. And this would be an explanation of bilocation. Agreed, we cannot do that yet, but this is, quantum physics permits that. This is what, you know, it's funny because the guys who work on quantum computer, they are doing something similar with machines and, and they can do something mm -hmm. in terms of ordinary communication, but not the kind of communication that we are talking about. This requires concepts that we are talking about, resonance, right. concepts of transformation, concepts of uh, cooperation, concepts of non-locality, this kind of concepts. And therefore, uh, this is a conceptual world where people just have to uh, be a little patient and learn to be much more than think. You know, people have given up on beings that think more. This is why it is a good thing that rational thinking is coming to an end. We will let, let the computers think our thinking, we don't have to think anymore. Then we can feel these energies, we can intuit these archetypes, and we can create non-local memories of the sort with which we can roam around and do something that's only superpowers so far have been mm. That's right. It's quite a vision. <laughs> it's quite a vision. And, and I do, I actually, we do know how to bilocate. We've been doing it. People have been doing it. It's it's the consistency, it's integration, right? It's like we have these blips, like, um, you know, most people in the awakening process have some sort of out there, sort of supernatural, unexplainable, something occurs, a near-death experience, an angel appears, they pray, like it, it, something occurs, right? For them to be like, whoa, holy cow, there's a whole world out there, right? There's a There's an awakening process. And then from that, right, comes the journey of the integration and all of the beautiful ways that we do that together. And and so things like remote viewing and stuff that have, you know, been around forever, it's, it's um, you know, we, we got to learn about all of that stuff through the counter intel lens when we were agents. And, and so we've been using certain techniques, the individual, right, at an individual level, at a real world level, you know, one of my questions has always been like, when are we going to live into what we know? Because we debunked Newtonian physics as an umbrella concept a long time ago. Um, I love how you categorize it, right? It's applicable for where it's applicable, but it's not all there is. It, when when do we change how we are? And I think that's what we're in the process of seeing. And as we spoke to, the material takes a while. Like it really does. Like that transformation process takes a lot of faith, right? A lot of patience, but... What's so beautiful is you don't have to just sit there and twiddle your thumbs. When you learn how to ride those waves, when you play in the subtle frequencies, when you understand how to free flow through the field, you're off creating all kinds of things. And the material is just going, right? It just is a natural byproduct. It's like you're off on something else, right? As by the time it actually manifests. If you're waiting for things to break the surface, all you can do is play with other people's creations. That's it. If you're living at the surface level, all you can do is play and rearrange and move around other people's creations, like a child with a bunch of toys, right? I mean, but when you learn that you're a creator and how to work with these subtle energies, 
you create and now things come into the world through you. Now you've left your mark, if you will, on the world because you've chosen to set some intentionality about what you're doing here. Amazingly, you know, much of what you say is actually quite scientific. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm going to take that as a compliment. <laughs> you know, transformation takes us to a place where you really can just feel yourself to be on the river and you don't have to push anymore. You just be on the river and the being on the river demands a certain amount of transformation. But once you have it, it's really great because you know that the co-creation is co-creation. It's not you do not have to really do anything other than what comes naturally, what flows from you naturally. So there will be naturally coming in intuitions. There will be naturally a certain behavior, a certain energy that will be interchanged with others. And it will be, you will just be co-creating the world along with all these people. It's a, it's a beautiful world because it moves harmoniously. Conflicts do arise, but conflicts are eventually resolved with harmony. And uh, the world just progresses in how? In the extent of the expansion. You know, we start with contracted this little being, this just this body, this omit, and then we become bigger. You know, mm -hmm. we talk with Tonya, others, 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 and eventually the whole universe. That's our being. That's really our being. Beautiful vision. So how to go from here to there? We need power sub superheroes. And this is where uh, your language, you know, initially when I saw it, I thought, okay, what does she mean? But then <laughs> when I realized, oh, this is what she means. So oh, well, she means it. She means it. <laughs> Woo, <laughs> she means it. <laughs> well, she, she's for real, folks. She's not just messing around. No, I lived this years ago. Years ago, someone asked me, I, I had a number of clients, um, throughout the years, and, and one in particular said, "Do you think we'll see transformation in my in our lifetime?" And I looked at her and I said, I, "I don't know what you're doing." I said, "It's already changed in mine." And she said, "No, like the whole world." I said, "My whole world changed. Like this is the secret, folks. It's happening now. It's here now. If you're not seeing it, you're missing out. It doesn't mean it's not happening for others. There are many, many, many of us who've been playing in these spaces for years." Years, eons, I mean, lifetimes, right? I'm not, I'm just talking about this little blip of time and space. But there are many of us here now. If you don't believe me, go listen to the freaking podcast, folks. The top 1.5% of podcasts globally. We're here. We're here. We're all here and we're all doing it. What degree do you want to play in it? But if you're not having fun, if you're not able to get ahead of it, if you're not invigorated about your life or at least willing to fight through whatever that challenge is that's in front of your face, whatever you think about yourself that has you believing some diminished capacity, it's not true. It's not true. It may be very real, but it is not true, right? Remember who you are. You have the power to get through it. Find it. Think creatively. Get support, right? But we're not these diminished selves and we're over it, folks. We're over it, right? Become your big self. Learn how to play these games. And I trust me, it's worth the ride. Amit, let's give folks some last final thoughts from your brilliant mind before we uh, be share some of your map with us. How about that? What I want to say, and the final words is very, very simple. Everyone has the capacity of being a superhero and use superpowers. It comes from simply centering in ourselves and then realize that we are the whole universe. Our 
consciousness that is does feel contracted when we live in the Newtonian way, behavioral way. But as we start expanding using the quantum physics to transform us, and that does involve some work. It does involve joining the creative process. Hero's journey is a real journey. It, That's it's right. Journey and the superhero's in, journey is quite a trip, <laughs> but go on. <laughs> quite a trip. It, it's actually, you know, um, very interesting and happiness producing trip. That's a good part of it, a joy producing trip. But it is a trip, and therefore you have to work for it. It's not exactly just sitting on your TV and entertain, being entertained. It's not that. Certainly, you cannot do that. You cannot not do anything. There's no free lunch. But if you agree to that, agree to do this little thing, that, okay, I will strive, I'll become a hero, I'll take the journey, then you just expand. You expand and include others. You include others and empower others, and then you become this cooperative. Then you become this co-creatorship. This is a society that is already there. You are just have to joining it. You have to just make up your mind to join it. Do you want to stay individual cocoon and just watch TV or this computer stuff? Or do you want to expand and join these co-creators of the world, this new Illuminati, and, and become the citizen of the universe? This is the question that every one of us has to answer. Oh, yes. Drop the mic. Very good. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you, Amit, for being here so much. Folks, go check out his work. Numerous books. He's been, go, go, go. Just listen, absorb. He's been in this space forever. He's a wealth of knowledge. He's generous with his information. Take advantage of that. Right. Amit, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a man of co-creation that we can celebrate and say, hey, here's a model, folks. Look at it. Thank you. You're welcome. Beautiful. And to all of you out there, make sure you're getting over to Superpower Experts if you want to find out how to make your lifetime journey into the journey of a lifetime. Folks, remember who you are. Until next time, we love you. Love each other. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.